Thanks to Burrow for supporting the morning stream. Burrow makes clever, uncompromising furniture for modern life at home. Get $75 off a new sofa with free one-week shipping by going to burrow.com slash TMS. This episode is brought to you by SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. Shipping and mailing from your desk has never been simpler than with SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. With SendPro Online, it's just click, send, and save for as low as $4.99. That's $4.99 a month. Try it for free for 30 days and get a free 10-pound scale when you visit pb.com slash TMS. That's pb.com slash TMS. Coming up on TMS, emotional support clown. Spriggan is a perfectly cromulent word. Warhol, the lost ninja turtle. The secret ingredient, uh, dipping dots. <laughs> well done. You down with UTC? Yeah, you know me. Scott wants to get rid of 90% of his inches. Gross. Making things with Bill. Jury duty and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. <laughs> Genres for four. A genre category. This genre of art. This genre of novel. This genre of game. This alliterative genre. This fantasy genre. This spooky genre. This popular genre. This six-letter genre. This genre about a low-born scamp. The genre of American local color ballet. The sword and sandal genre. A Japanese cartoon genre. A TV genre. 1970s genre of film. The 60s musical genre. This very American genre of music. King of this musical genre. Master of this literary genre. Leader in this colorful music genre. Giant of this literary genre. 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 The morning stream. That's not a chicken wing, man. Did you know that Alex Trebek said genre like that and did it so often? I had no idea. And I've been watching Jeopardy forever and I've never heard him say, I've never noticed him saying genre, genre. like that. Like it's so, genre. it's almost like, uh, uh, like he's gotten threats mm-hmm. from France yeah. about how to pronounce it. You know, like it's almost like a, it's uh, a good way to put it. He, yeah. uh, genre. He, he really this, digs this music. in. Genre. <laughs> I mean, I literally just say genre. Genre. Yeah, I do too. Genre. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he relished in it. Now I like, can't even say it though without it sounding weird when I say it. Yeah. Genre. Yeah. Genre. Oh yeah, that's gonna be in the you know, but uh, I love the yacht rock genre. Oh yeah, that genre is the. <laughs> is there a better genre than the uh, the yacht rock? Yeah, he's. Uh, I play that for two reasons. One, it's funny as crap, and I love it. And he's an American yeah. treasure. And two. Uh, word is his uh, his number spiked again, so he's back into the chemo, which is a real bummer. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully uh, things turn out for his, the best for him. His was a uh, is a very tough cancer to beat, and it was such a late stage that um, uh, he's already beaten the odds. So yeah, this uh, is uh, so it's uh, pancreatic, right, or a kind of pancreatic? I don't. I know there's different I think kinds. So I think that's right. Yeah. The one that got Steve Jobs was a little slower on the on the burn like you could he dealt with it for years um so i know there's i know there's some differences but but the ones that are real rough are the ones that show up and two weeks later you're you're out you know you're done yeah right right so he's already like you said already beating the odds hopefully he does okay but uh 
I love that. Genre. It's nice. Genre. My new favorite genre of repeated words. Well done. Well done. <laughs> hey, uh, did you know this? I've been meaning to share this for days. And I have this photo. I'm going to okay. put it in our Discord so you can see it. But um, uh, chat room, you may have to look this up. The dude in the American Iron Chef, which Iron Chef comes up on the show yeah. once in a while. For whatever reason, sure. we bring it up. We do the secret ingredient, do, and you do the, the whole... Secret ingredient. Yes, yes, thank you. Yes, that whole thing you do. And like, it's great. Yes. We love talking well, about it. Well, it's funny because that, that thing that I do is absolutely from the Japanese. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Uh, Iron Chef, but this guy's from the American Iron Chef. So we are crossing the... We do cross the streams a little bit. Yes, yeah, so that's what we're doing today. Now, that dude... And the reason that image is him standing there with this John Wick picture of superimposed. Mm. This blows my mind. The the chief bad dude that's yeah. constantly chasing him around that final third movie or that last third movie. It's not the final movie. Mm -hmm. Is that guy. Right. I didn't right. know it was I, that guy. I didn't know Iron Chef was I, chasing John Wick around. No. And, and what's funny is I know he's been in a few movies. And I want to say that he's even been in something that we watched for Film Sack. Mark uh, DeCosos. Um, but I don't know. I don't know why I never think of him as an actor when we see him there because uh, it's like we separate the Iron Chef stuff so far from the from the actual uh, um, acting stuff that he does. Right. Max, did we see Maximum Impact? It sure feels like it, but probably not. <laughs> it does feel like it, doesn't it? It just know. feels like something we've seen. I just uh, I have never seen him in any of this stuff before, and so here in a second chat, this will actually post. He's in. Uh, he's in so much stuff. I had no um, idea. No idea was that guy. Yeah, and let me see. But I know there was something that we saw. He was on. Oh, screen. Maximum Overdrive. Was that it? No. <laughs> was he in that? No, no. You heard me say Maximum Overdrive, but I said Maximum Impact. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Who the chat did? I didn't. I don't know what I heard. No, no, no. Yeah, the chat room. Yeah. Only the strong, no. Uh, Crying Freeman, Drive. Do we see Drive? No. Drive's the one with uh, everyone's uh, heartthrob man, the notebook guy, right? Uh, I can't think of his name. He used to be in Disney. No. Uh, you're thinking of Ryan Gosling? Yeah. Oh, that's, no, that's, uh, is that Drive? Driver? Driver. I think it's Driver. Driver, Driver yeah. or is it Drive? Yeah, no, you're right. Um,. The Extendables. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure I could tell just from looking at that 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 is supposed to be for for people who uh, don't know how to search for uh, Expendables and accidentally find that one. Yeah. Kickboxer Five. Cradle. Cradle to the Grave. I don't think we've seen that. Uh, Have we seen? Yeah. So your so your theory is we've seen. I feel like we've seen. Yeah, but maybe not. Hmm. I feel like we've seen him in something. Well. Definitely saw him in John Wick 3, and that's weird. That's freaking weird. That the guy from Iron Chef is in... I, the Iron Chef, That he is the Iron Chef, right? Because he's the he's, guy. He's the... No, no, the Iron Chef is the is the chef who wins. He's just the chairman. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. The chairman. So the yes. Iron Chef chairman yes. shaved his head and is chasing John Wick all over the world. That's what's going on. Correct. Yes, very exactly. Yep. That's exactly. amazing. Seven Seven cuts. All right, Icor <laughs> says he's also on Hawaii Five O and some other stuff. So, oh, he's yeah. the son of and the maybe chairman. Maybe I'm thinking of the what's that? Is, they say he's the son of the chairman. TVZ Gun says, is he actually his son? That can't be, can it? What? Not the son of the not the son of Tagaki or Takeshi Kaga. Takeshi Kaga. Yeah, that can't be. 
right? No. Yeah, I no. don't. Oh, I, that was it. He was on Agents of Shield. Oh, yes. Oh yeah, you watch that? I forget. That's I do watch, watch that. What did he play in that? Was he uh, uh, Wonder Man, he the Wonder the, Monkey? He was Chairman Man, <laughs> the Chairman. <laughs> chairman. <laughs> chairman. What's his power? Sit on him, Excelsior. Love it. Uh, yeah, and and Takashi. Uh, or Takeshi Kaga, who is the chairman in um, the Japanese Iron Chef, is also a big, big time actor. And maybe that's who I'm thinking of. I'm wondering if that's something I'm looking through his. Like Big Trouble in list. Little China or something like that. Something, yeah, you know, exactly. I can totally um, see that. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Sidian's right. The American chairman is introduced as the nephew of the original one, but there's no way that's true in real life. Really? That's just me. No, up. no, yeah, it's just like a. It's made up. Here's here's how we continue the Iron Chef lore. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I like it though. I like it. I, I like when too. I find dumb stuff like that and why that yeah. guy looks so familiar to me. And, uh, the whole time I'm watching John Wick, I'm like, I know this guy. I know this guy. Why do I know right. this guy? What else have we seen him in? And, and yep. yeah, he's he's telling you to make sure you include a Twizzlers yep. in your uh, in each of your. <laughs> That's exactly right. Secret ingredient. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's where we saw him. On... Dots. I, I... <laughs> oh man, I would kill for a Dippin' Dots episode of Iron Chef America. His ice cream of the future. Perfect. Uh, Double Dragon was the movie we saw in film sec that he was in. He was in Double Dragon. Oh, Double Dragon. Yes, there was, we go. Uh, he was a very young actor then. He played Jimmy Lee, uh, one of the main. Bad guys or something. Let's see. Jimmy, no, he was one of the main good guys. It was Robert Patrick uh, was the bad guy. Then you had Mark Dacascos as Jimmy Lee and Scott Wolf as Billy Lee. They were he was the other brother. Oh, that's hilarious. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Well done. Wow. Well done. Terrible movie. Well he done. He was. He was a sing. Was he a single dragon? Double dragon? <laughs> oh, here he is. Oh my gosh, Brian. Oh, give me a link. All sounds right. Like he, sorry. Like give me a link. This is amazing. Hold on. Uh, let me... <laughs> I feel like if I don't share this, then what are friends for? Okay, there. Right. Look at Keep this. smiling. That's him oh, in the red. God. That's him in the red? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. Uh, so much better. Uh, wow. It's like <laughs> disco ninjas, yeah. basically, with those uh, sequined uh, uh, geese. Is yeah. that a gee? It's a gee. I think they still call them geese. Is that a gee? Mm-hmm. I think it's a gee. I don't understand how geese work. Is that a superimposed photo? Do you think they took photos of them separately and pushed them together? Or do you think that that uh, his foot is practically on top of the other guy's foot like that? I think that they are in the same photo. I think yeah, because the shadows overlap. and there's yeah. a... Plus it was, what, 90 or something? Yeah, yeah. It was, right. It was a little early for a lot of Photoshop work. Yeah. <laughs> Not good Photoshop anyway. But anyway, I think that's great. All right. I've learned a whole lot of new things today. So I'm really glad that came up. No uh, all right, awesome. I have a I have a mystery for everybody. Here's a mystery. We've done oh, fart. We had fart right. gas. We had explosive tip. I have a new one. Cool. So, all right. So, oh, good. Good. Yeah. Saw a guy on a dog walk. I said hi. I didn't have headphones on, so I know I wasn't being muffled or didn't hear anything. I was going headphoneless this morning, just enjoying mm-hmm. the air and the wind, and it's kind of stormy out, but not raining, nice. and the. You know, just the dog and just trying to like live in it, right? Experiencing the great outdoors, yes. And I said, hello. And the guy goes, Hurp. like that. <laughs> he goes, Hurp. and the best way I can put it out phonetically is H E R U P P P. So 
am I to take huh. that as just like, oh, that's just his quirky way of going, you know, like a, like an acknowledgement? Or was he trying to say something? And if he was, what was it? Yeah. I uh, don't know what to okay, make of it. Okay, couple, couple theories. Go. Uh, could have had a Jolly Rancher in his mouth. And this is, you know. Uh, <laughs> okay. Or, uh, you know, a, a giant jawbreaker. One of those big jawbreakers that uh, white with the little colored speckles. Could be. All right. So oral, oral, uh, oral <laughs> obstruction. Just had some dental work. Yeah, mm-hmm. some kind of oral obstruction, either dental or food Correct. or lozenge yeah, so that, or that's, whatever. That's possible. It could be, you know, I mean, it's uh, uh older guy. How old was this person? Probably, yeah, he was older. He's probably early 60s, I'd say. They're 60, gotcha. 62. So in this could be like just a, yeah, I moved here from the, from the country, uh, you know, lived out there in the... <laughs> on farm yep. Yep. moved here from the country i ate a lot of peaches he said that. <laughs> he, uh, yeah so the word so the word hurrup i don't know what to make of it but uh it was like syrup with a h that's what it reminded me of yeah almost like an affirmative like a yep oh i mean it could be like that was one of my first thoughts is it's just more like a yep like a colloquial localized country boy yeah. yep uh, and sometimes those, you know, if you got a, if you have a, a sprig of straw hanging out of your mouth, right? You, you get a lot of those. You're like, yep, yeah, yep, yep. I, I can totally see that. You're it's like, a, a, bit, a little bit of what's his name, Boomhauer, in there, just a tiny bit. A little bit of Boomhauer, yeah. Real weather front coming in. Yep, yep, yep. 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 Sitting around the backyard doing it. <laughs> Ginny's laughing at my sprig of straw. What do you call like a stock? A stock of straw? Or a, <laughs> I guess it's a wheat. You just picture the lung blade of wheat yeah it's a sprig isn't it a sprig i guess is more like a, a sprig is like parsley where it's oh, uh oh multiple oh. multiple tiny branches oh i would have said you were correct with sprig with that context a stock of wheat but stock feels like it's big what is, what is, the, what is a spriggan is there is that a different thing all right let's see spriggan yeah <laughs> hold on sprig it's a, i found the definition here it is First okay. of all, first right. of all, let's hear Merriam Webster say it out loud. Here we go. Sprig. <laughs> all right, there you go. Sprig. Sprig. She says this. I'm sorry, <laughs> Miriam. I keep treating it like it's a lady. Uh the website says this. <laughs> the definition of sprig, a small shoot, aka like a sprig of parsley, a small division of grass used for propagation. Uh small specimen of grass, ornament resembling a sprig, stemmed flower or leaf. A small headless nail. That's that's a weird one. I think you're right. I think it's still a sprig. That's a sprig of wheat. You think so? Yep. Okay. I'm I looking at. I do a sprig. If I if I search for sprig of wheat, I get multiple, like multiple um, uh, blades of wheat with the with the wheat at the end. Oh. So I I feel like a sprig. I don't know. Like if you think of a sprig of holly, you yeah. don't think of it being like one little twig with a berry and a leaf on it. Right. At least I wouldn't. Uh, oh, yeah. wait. Look at this one that's recommending to me. Turd. Okay. No, right. turd. Interesting. <laughs> turd. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. A turd of wheat. Yeah, turd of wheat. Turd. Turd of wheat. Um, <laughs> examples of turd in a sentence. He's an obnoxious little turd. <laughs> uh, thanks, Merriam-Webster. You're the best. Some a grain t- of wheat? No, because that would just be the end. A stalk of wheat? Stalk, maybe? Let's see. Stalk. Hmm. I mean, a blade of grass, you know, is a blade. Yeah. But what? maybe that's a length thing. Maybe. 
It feels like I don't know. Sprig, I, don't I still know. think Sprig is right. Like, uh... Sprig's right. Okay. All right. Yep. I'm giving you Sprig. Sprig of wheat. Yep. Sprig of wheat. Yep. We're gonna. The judge is going to allow breakfast, it. My uh, favorite breakfast cereal. Sprig oh, of wheat. Sprig of wheat. Yep. You put a little milk yeah. in there. Oh man. Get yourself mm-hmm. some big heaping bowl of sprig of wheat. <laughs> Finally. You know, everything on this coffee table is edible. <laughs> uh, finally, we have an email I want to read. This is a uh, time zone follow-up to our time zone discussion about oh, good. eliminating okay. discussion time zones. Of time zones. Yeah. Oh, right, because we talked about uh, eliminating time zones altogether, and your time is just your time, and we don't care about, you know, your 4 o'clock is the same as my 4 o'clock, but your 4 o'clock might be the time you go to bed, my four o'clock is the time I have breakfast or 100%, something hundred like percent. And then I think Dunaway is the one that brought up the weird swatch time thing. Uh, right. Yes. And all right. That. So <laughs> here's what he says. This is from Mink, M-I-N-K. Maybe it's a mink, mink of wheat. You got a mink of wheat in your mouth. A mink of wheat. Maybe not. That doesn't work. Sure. Maybe not. Yeah. No. Dear Super TMS team. That's us. <laughs> Love that. It's all right. Good. Already, already on Mink's team. Yeah. Already team Mink here. Team Mink says, uh, you guys are talking about eliminating time zones and how great that would be. Don't we already have this? This is exactly what Universal Coordinated Time, or UTC, is. I feel like that's exactly what uh, you want, but Scott just gets confused and calls it space points. Uh, because apparently, that's his way of saying objectively better mete- meteorology, or, sorry, meteorology <laughs> system. Uh, see Scott in the metric system. I, I, first of all, I need to take umbrage with this. Today's word yeah. is umbrage. Uh, I take I take umbrage with this because I am a, I am full support of the metric system. I tease Patrick and friends broad out of pure tease, and that's it. But the truth is, a hundred percent behind metric, way way more than imperial. To get rid of imperial, sure. I don't want inches anymore. I don't want any of that. In fact, ninety percent of the stuff I do where I need to worry about measurement, I do in metric anyway. I'm always doing millimeters, centimeters. Like I'm not anywhere near an inch most of the time. So. <laughs> Oh, don't capture that out. That's a cheap one. That's a too easy one. <laughs> that's too easy. Oh, that's that's all right. That's uh, you got to do it. Too easy. It. Oh my gosh, softball over the plate to freaking Jamie. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so I'm all for that. So I just want to clear that right up. Now UTC, I have to admit, I don't totally understand it. Um, he says so. I always I'm, thought. Yeah, go ahead. I always thought UTC was just the the adjustment you made to your own time to to figure out what your daylight savings is you know or your, i'm sorry not your daylight savings to figure out what your time is in relation to greenwich right mean time that's what i thought like, too like oh my utc is minus seven here in colorado or or you know i think yours is utc minus seven obviously right um, but i i'm on the i'm on the time and date.com website with that which has the utc world clock time zone and it's 1527 UTC, which is universal time coordinated. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. This is the uh, successor to Greenwich Mean Time. All okay. right. Okay. So it's, you know, regardless of who goes to this website, they're all going to see it's 1528 right now. Okay. Um, oh, United Kingdom is one hour ahead of UTC during summer. Well, already we've got a problem. So it's UTC plus one? Is that how you just say it? But that's not good. I don't want. Uh, hey, what time is it? It's UTC minus seven. Yeah. No. See. Because I, that's I, that's our that's our permanent difference in UTC time. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Brian's right. That's the com- you compare it to UTC, and I always do this when I'm doing international call stuff. 
I'll go, where are you right. guys? Well, we're seven hours behind you. Why do I know that? UTC minus seven. I know that. So wherever UTC right. is for right. you, know that we're seven hours behind that. But it's not us exactly. going, I'll meet you there at UTC minus seven o'clock. Right. No, exactly. No, but uh, uh, this would work, again, because like everybody who goes to the site is going to see 1528, now 1529. But the fact that the only way that that can work is if it's always the same and apparently during summer united kingdom is one hour ahead of utc so all of a sudden it's like ah we've come up with this perfect system let's let's create a flaw in it <laughs> so that so that you can't always use it as right uh, a consistent number right also someone yeah. in the chat asked me how many centimeters tall am i if i'm so good with metric and the answer is an easy one it's 191 centimeters take that jerks really wow. yeah six three nice. uh six foot three last i checked converts to 191 i believe okay unless i have that wrong but i think that's right anyway so so if you would you be able to say uh all right welcome to another uh morning stream it's uh 15 30 right now and uh we're about to do da 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 da, da. you, you could know, do like, that you, sure you sure. could get used to that yeah, yeah. i could do 15 30 yeah mm -hmm. I, what i can't get used to is utc minus something i can't do that yeah, no, I think we don't. We that just that is uh, how you would just say your time zone. If if we didn't go to a universal time yeah. and say around the world it is fifteen thirty right now, um, mm -hmm. if we still had to say now, okay, well I'm I'm here, so that means it's eight o'clock for me, which is fifteen minus seven. Yeah, the whole point of this is, would be yeah. to erase the need for you having any different number than anyone else would. Right. It's right. just that at fifteen thirty seven exactly. it might be noon or might be noonday meaning high sun, you know, in the sky for you. But for somebody mm -hmm. else that might be mm -hmm. middle of the night. It's okay. It's still fifteen whatever. Yep. And, yep. So, and that's the mindset that we'd have to get out of is is time and sun placement are completely unrelated yes. doing that. Disconnect so, them, cut that cord. Yep. Exactly. Hundred percent. Brian's right. Exactly. All right, yep. take that, Mink. Come back at me. Come at me, yo, bro. <laughs> God, how great would that be to be able to say, oh, what time's your podcast on? Ah, 15. Yeah, 15. We're on to 15. Yeah, or 15.30. <laughs> yeah, that's easy. Because yeah, you still exactly. have you still have the, the, the 1 through 12, right? Because it goes 24. You go all the way to 24, and then, then you don't have to worry about AMs and PMs. Right, you just do the full 24, so you do... Just do the 24-hour clock and just say, yep, oh, it... Uh, I'll be going to bed probably around uh, 19, so just let me know, you know, when you want to <laughs> when you want to get together. <laughs> yeah. What are you guys doing? Um, we got dinner at 18, but I can oh, we'll be done about 19:30. 19:30. Right. Exactly. 19:30. See? <laughs> right. See exactly. 19:30. The love boat on it at 12. 1200. <laughs> it's, it's, see, this is the all. It's all just cultural hangups. That's it. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. It, we could yeah. just break that and go. It's fine if this stuff that's been here forever changes. It's one of the problem with humans. Yes. We're afraid to change. Change everybody. Change. Mm -hmm. uh, progressive fate is helping us change. All right. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. Sorry. How it's it's kind of older people that that stereotypically rally against change, right? Yeah. Like so. Right now, if if a president were to say, "All right, I'm going to um, abolish." time zones me and the other world leaders we discussed this at the 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 g uh what are we up to now g14 summit because we had a few more people join sure uh <laughs> we decided we're going to abolish time zones and we're all going to stick to time no i can't do that i always seven o'clock always has to be a.m for me <laughs> so 
in 20 years when we're we're the crotchety elderly what are the things that we're going to hold on to that that people may want to change that we're going to fight against that's going to like freak us out like no you can't change you can't add another letter to the alphabet that's crazy i mean it would it would probably soften the blow if we could think of what they would be now and prepare for them but i don't know what they would be like another letter to the alphabet is a funny one i like that a lot yeah because yeah. that has that has exponential implications, doesn't it? If you added a letter, it like, does. Let's call yeah, it because all of a sudden that song is useless. Yeah, you, you know, add the, the the letter flim gets added, and flim is a uh, <laughs> right some, w x y n z and flim, flim and flim. Now I know my. <laughs> <laughs> so now we have twenty seven, but you also now have twenty six times. Oh, it's just exponential the changes to words because you have a new letter to work with. It would be insane. Right. Yeah, yeah. So you just get to add them. Like, oh, yeah, do you spell that with or without the flim? No, the flim is silent. Yeah, the flim flim is silent. (laughs) It's a silent flim. I remember the silent flim era. Yeah. But anyway, uh, the idea is is interesting. I wonder what we're going to freak out about. Like, it's easy to say, oh, you can't take my car away. I think that's going to happen sooner or later, and I'm kind of ready for it. Um, I'm not that worried. You mean up. take your car away like you're too old to drive? No, you're, not that. I don't care about that. I mean, like, cars have gone full automation. No one's driving oh. them anymore. They just pick you up and take you places. Well, you're, you're saying you're going to take your control of your car away. You're going to keep your car, but it just won't, uh, you won't be driving it. You'll just be sitting back. There was a, well, there was a theory, video. In last, theory, in theory, you week. won't even have those. Like, the car will be, you know, you'll just have a service. You'll pay 300 bucks a month, and a car picks you up when you need it. And it's just, oh, here's a robot gotcha. car in the front yard, ready to go, Grandpa, get in. Like that kind of thing. Sorry, yeah, I interrupted oh, wow. you. You were saying. You were, oh, yeah, no, there was a dude, uh, a video last week of some dude full-on sleeping while his Tesla drove down the down the highway. Yeah, that thing, it's it's, it's actually man. possible because that thing will, I mean, even my car, we have this, we have this um, newer Passat. And that thing, mm. I didn't know it did all this, but I was I had it in, uh, not, what's it called? Not autopilot, whatever it is where you lane management mode or whatever it is yeah i've never even seen that before so as we got to next to a truck a little thing would come up on the screen it would shows like proximity warning and then without me doing anything it just slows down and i'm like oh Hmm. interesting i get in the other lane where it's open and clear it speeds up on its own again like it knew that it was time to do it now it wasn't going to turn for me the teslas will do that the Teslas will actually make the lane change for you. So you can kind of sleep. You're not supposed to, but you can. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But that kind of stuff, it's just going to get better and better and more and more prominent. We're going to get to a place where there are going to be people who are like, you ain't taking my keys. I want to own my car. <laughs> and then some of us are going to be like, nah, it's fine. Just pick me up. I don't care. It's just a means to an end. Like like our love of cars is, is a lot like our love of anything, guns or anything else in yeah. this country where we just get so ownershipy about it but at the end of the day we've kind of forgotten what the point was in the first place the point isn't ownership the point is a to b distance traveled that's it yes right so exactly I, I'm, as long I'm, as i can yeah. get to the piggly wiggly to get my uh my metamucil then you know i don't care if i'm driving or the car is driving me yep yep and if i could pay just like a flat i don't know what maybe it's a usage thing but i don't know what company this is in the future but i just pay my flat 150 a month and that just means mm. I pull out my phone or whatever equivalent voice thing we're doing, activate, and we just go uh, pick me up at two, and the car just pulls up. Yeah. There it is, robot, nobody yeah. in it, just be, me and the robot. And it's totally great if, if you can be ahead of the game like that and know when you want to go somewhere. But how many times a, a, a week do you 
um, do you kind of spontaneously say, oh, you know, I need to go out and get, uh, we just ran out of toilet paper. I need to run to the store. And I guess, I guess even then you're not saying to yourself, oh no, I can't wait 10 minutes for my Uber to show up right. because <laughs> we're out of toilet paper. Well, and the theory in my, my head, the theory is that these things are so prominent and they'd be everywhere all the time yeah. that you would. So there would always could, be one readily. Available. Yeah. You'd have one in 30 seconds or something. Now there's tons of questions and lots of issues about mm. Sure. Does the robot sure. know that the guy just barfed in the back seat? I don't know if he knows that. Like maybe there needs to like there's a lot of questions. Lots of questions. I'm not saying well, this is easy, that, uh, but we're getting there. We're getting there. That first week that I was driving for Lyft, it might have even been the first day I took a guy to the airport who was flying to Germany. He's a uh a developer uh engineer that works on smart cars, but but only but more on the part of the decision making of smart cars so they can tell all right well there's a pedestrian over there and there's a car on this side and i'm going to stay you know going this way and he said the problem with smart cars isn't from isn't getting from a to b we've mastered that yeah. and it isn't you know it's how to stay in the lane that's not the problem the problem is when the car is faced with the choice of um do i uh you know i'm about to get in an accident and i have two choices i either veer right and kill the driver or i veer left and kill a pedestrian what do i do oh man and i said well that seems like it's just a preference pain you know just to, like a, <laughs> just open up the preference let the let the driver choose you know like my life is more valuable than and then little check boxes for for you know <laughs> oh i love it like in your phone when you want like your notification right. settings oh my gosh <laughs> exactly exactly yeah uh, see that's an interesting yeah. wrinkle wrinkle on the whole thing wrinkle wrinkle i don't know why it I said really that twice. is yeah but yeah like i i find this kind of stuff fascinating because we don't actually know what the end result's going to look like but when we get there mm -hmm. there are going to be plenty of people to answer your original question who are like not a chance forget it but there'll be some right. younger generation that's like we're already doing this what's wrong with you old man just mm -hmm. like we do, yep. just like the generation before us did, just like the one before that did. Exactly. We just and that's, and that's why I expect that we seem like we're super open-minded right now, Scott. Like, oh, metric, bring it on. Hey, universal time, we'll take it. Yep. But, you know, wait till we're 80 and they're, and they're saying, uh, all right, we're uh, uh, we're eliminating the vowel E. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's going to throw us off. How can I watch yeah. my Wheel of Fortune now without an E? <laughs> You're gonna throw off the whole wheel of fortune economy. How long? Those things used to cost two hundred and fifty dollars. Pat Sajak's not gonna live forever, you dipshits. <laughs> or we'll just sound like this. Boot edge edge. Boot edge edge. Boot edge edge. Uh, all right, we <laughs> we've solved uh, the world's travel problems now. Hello, everyone. I'd like to talk to you about Burrow. I want to thank Burrow for supporting the podcast. Burrow makes clever, uncompromising furniture for modern life at home. Are you like me? Do you live in the modern life? Do you need furniture? I mean, look no further, I guess, right? Burrow sofas are easy to set up, easy to move. You can always add or remove seats as needed. That's the other cool thing I like about these. They're very modular and uh, it's totally customizable. Pick your fabric color, leg finish, armrest style, length, all that stuff. And you can add a chaise lounge or an ottoman or both. There's no limits here. With a kiln-dried Baltic birch frame and durable fabric that's naturally scratch and stain resistant, the Burrow sofas can handle pretty much any binge session. Want to sit and watch Netflix? Want to never get up? Oh, this is the couch for you. With built-in USB chargers. Yeah, that's right. You can avoid having your phone die on you while you're having to go plug it in somewhere else. You just plug it into the arms 
thing, the side of the thing there. And suddenly everybody's got their phones charged and you can do your dual screen watching TV. Oh, man. They're speaking my language. Perfect time to upgrade your couch that you've been meaning to replace forever, that old thing. Get something cool and new. Get $75 off a new sofa with free one-week shipping by going to burrow.com. That's B-U-R-R-O-W, just like it sounds. Burrow.com slash T-M-S. That's $75 off a new sofa by going to burrow.com slash TMS. Do it today. This is your radio newscaster with another exclusive sensational summary of world and local events. Hey, look at this. It's the news and it's brought to you by who? The Diablo Show. Are these old show notes, Scott? The Diablo Show. What are you talking about? Just kidding. It's coming back. There's something in the air. Get it at frogpants.com slash Diablo. Available in English and Esperanto. <laughs> I wish that was true. You promised a thing. No, I'm I... not going to learn Esperanto. <laughs> you can take your universal language and shove it up your keister. You dirty millennial. Um, I don't know why I said they added that on there. It's fine. <laughs> um, I had to be. I have to be a lot nicer to millennials because a, I think I'm wrong about them. I think they're going to be great. Mm-hmm. And B, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of my oldest daughter is technically on the very edge edge of. <laughs> she's on the Buddha edge edge. <laughs> is she on the Buddha edge edge of being a millennial? <laughs> so she's kind of right there, and I, I don't want to give her too much heat. But um, anyway, uh, let's get to the news here. Yeah. Uh, oh, but my point is, uh, that, so this Diablo thing hinges on one really important thing. All mm-hmm. expectations are all of November the November <laughs> yeah. sixth. Yes, all of the feelings and all of the predictions and all the stuff point to big announcement at BlizzCon, and I want to revive that show, and that's how it'll happen. If it all poops, there will be a show about how it all pooped, but then that may not continue after that. Might be a one-shot show, limited series. Sign up now. I mean, that thing has 25 episodes, which are fun to go back and listen to anyway, but uh, it looks like we might be in good shape, so check that out. There's a new episode up. It's only been a minute and a half of me talking about what's coming up, but... I'm, I'm looking forward to getting the virtual ticket for BlizzCon. I just wish there was a virtual ticket available for uh, going to Disneyland with my son, where we can just both strap on a couple of PSVRs and, yeah. and be like, all right, let's go get in line for for uh, Guardians of the Galaxy ride again. Isn't there, there has to be some sort of VR Disney park experience by now, right? I've looked. I've looked because I would love to, love to do a Disney VR experience and a Las Vegas trip VR experience. And I don't see... I don't see either of them. I haven't been able to find either of them with the uh, Oculus Go or or even online that you could view as a, you know. Yeah, uh, uh, that would be really awesome. Why they haven't done that? Just even if it's just a park, yeah. a park VR experience, even if it's not the rides. Right, 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 That would right. be yeah. really cool. Being and able, if, if yeah. updated for the Star Wars stuff and updated for other changes and renovations, that'd be so, mm-hmm. so rad. I'd do that. <laughs> Experience the joy of... Uh, Waiting in line for rides without the experience of riding the rides. <laughs> yeah, exactly. TVZ got a nice memory I mean, on the Diablo show bringing up Dead Mouse. Dead, the guy, what's Dead Mouse's real name? Anyway, whatever. He called the show once under his real name and left a message on the Diablo show because he's really into Diablo, that guy. In fact, famously mm-hmm. had a level. That's cool. Oh, what was it? Level 700 something. Uh,. What's the? I can't remember the name of the damn thing you get when you get those extra levels. Anyway, uh, whatever it is. But anyway, he had this um, this this uh, hardcore character, which means if he dies, he's dead. 
and it's gone and all his everything that he's been working towards is yes is permanently erased oh my god oh yeah and paragon's the word sorry paragon level 750 oh. paragon levels that represents i can't even tell you how many hours that represents that is just an insane amount of play and there was wow. a glitch in the server and he, he his dude died and lost it all on a stream oh man oh oh it was so rough did he just sit there like quietly like looking at the screen blinking like i mean it like, looked, he looked <laughs> like really non, he looked really nonplussed and then he swore a lot which was pretty fun to watch sure yeah but he called okay. the show one time and if i didn't even know who it was and someone pointed it out and i was like what are you kidding that guy called the show and i went and checked his oh, voice right. same guy do you remember all that i was making kind of a big deal i do remember then. that yeah. yeah yeah i forgot about that for some reason i didn't remember that that was diablo i thought that was uh yeah, I guess it would, if I would have thought about it, Diablo would make the most sense because it wasn't StarCraft. I know it wasn't WoW. Yeah, huh. definitely not WoW. And then that was also uh, the dude who plays uh, Deckard Kane. We got him to call in once. That mm -hmm. was John's doing. That was cool. So I'm just excited to get back to it is what I'm saying, you know? Like if Diablo's yep. real, yep. if there's really going to be a four or whatever it is in the future, I want to be, I'm, I'm ready. My body is ready. All right. Brian, let's get to cool. this here. Yes, sir. Yes. We got a funny thing sent to us by a listener. I'm going to open this up. It was sent via Twitter. Uh, this is a news item, but also uh, just the way it's presented is pretty funny. So it comes in the form of two things, a Reddit post and then a follow-up tweet from two totally different sources. This came to us from M to the C or uh, let's see, Mickey BC 23 on Twitter. And okay. the original tw uh, post came from somebody. It was, it was a post on the subreddit legal advice in the UK. <laughs> And uh, okay. the guy, the guy's name is I uh, don't have his name, but anyway, he support. He posted this: about to be sacked from work. Can I hire a clown to support me in my meeting? That was his question. And then he at, then he went on to describe. He says, "I effed up at work, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to be sacked." They invited me in for a meeting where they're going to sack me. They told me I can bring someone to support me. I want to hire a clown to support me. I'll get him to blow balloon animals and mime stuff. Can I do this? Can they stop me? <laughs> I love the fact. So I, that's that's not a thing that we see here in the U.S. Like if you know you're going to get fired, um, you don't get invited to a meeting and say, "By the way, you can bring somebody to support you." Right? right? Like you don't you don't get offered like because I, I when I first read this, I thought, "Oh, someone to support you," meaning like someone you work with that can back you up and say, "No, he didn't mess up. This was something that he, you know, this is his." part of his job and it was a misinterpretation of this factor of his job or right, whatever right or he's usually really good but basically having an emotional support person basically <laughs> is, is what, what this is the chat room's right they're saying this is such a george costanza move i couldn't agree more it's totally something george would do <laughs> but it's uh you're right like i even think there were a couple of office episodes where somebody Ricky Gervais's character had to fire someone and they had a support person in there. I think that's a common oh, thing over there yeah, or something. Sounds familiar, yeah. Something yeah, like that okay. is in my head. But anyway, so here's the fun follow-up. That was in, uh, they don't have the date, or do we? No. But that was a big deal. People it. laughed or whatever. Then in a separate, unconnected tweet <laughs> from the nzherald.co.nz, this is in New Zealand. Right. A, uh, oh, right. This was in New Zealand on the UK. Yeah. yeah in in uh, Liam Stack is the reporter. And here's the reporting. This is the headline. A New Zealand man brought an emotional support clown to a meeting where he knew he'd be, he'd be fired. The clown blew up balloons and folded them into a series of animals throughout the meeting, then mimed crying when the man was handed a pink slip. The guy did it! <laughs> I love, I even love that last bit, like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the guy gets fired doing the whole miming. 
Because you can just see, like, the lower lip sticking out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> so good. Sometimes the internet uh, is wonderful, you know? Yeah, it really is. Some, yeah. Sometimes. Not always, but sometimes. And this is, for this thing, they say it's a uh, redundancy meeting. Like, they, you know, it's uh, oh, and the you're getting laid off because you're, uh, uh, you know, not because you effed up, but because you're. Well, unless that's the excuse they say, oh, yeah, well, your position is no longer, yeah. no longer needed. Yeah, redundancies are what do we call them? Layoffs, I guess. Layoffs. That's yeah. what we call them. Yeah. Re reorganization is the, uh, you know, the diplomatic term. Oh, we're having a staff reorganization. Oh, it looks like somebody's getting fired. Yep. I'm gonna draw but, some scary clowns, by the way, for Halloween. That's my next thing to do. They are all the rage right now with uh, between uh, Pennywise and joker you yeah. know clowns are clowns are the hot new thing this uh this halloween yeah. season well that joker dude that thing's getting all kinds of praise it really is yeah. yeah i'm i'm really excited about it yeah i'm too the one that... and there's no like as far as we know there is no mention of like this thing doesn't say it takes place in gotham it doesn't say there, there's a batman or anything right i mean right. it is just like uh this arthur character is I mean, they may they may in the movie make reference to it being Gotham, but so far they haven't yeah. shown any of that. So far, I haven't seen anything. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, and one would think if they're going to rewrite, not rewrite, but kind of retcon the creation of the Joker and fill in a bunch of holes, this is this would all presumably happen well before Batman is Batman. So right, right, that's um, true. Oh, Sidian and LC Knight say that uh, Thomas Wayne and Arkham are both in the trailer. Oh, so, okay, really? So it, interesting. All right, I didn't know that i was seeing thomas wayne i need to go watch the trailer again i guess i need to as well uh yeah i hear it is really good and, and a little disturbing um because he's not only to really throw himself into this role but it it really plays up that kind of lone um mm -hmm. you know guy it's about to crack which we've certainly had our fair share of those lately yeah. <laughs> where they go on yeah. a, a crazy rampage and do stuff pushed, that, pushed too far and yeah right. so there's there's some of that around this that's interesting but i really want to see this movie i'm excited was yeah, it uh, uh one of the big film festivals gave it the top honor yeah i was just reading that this morning in uh in the hollywood reporter and which one was it it was the I can't uh, remember it was tiff right it was the uh tiff yeah tff something for telluride film festival oh maybe it was telluride maybe yeah, I was thinking it'll something in Italy, it but I don't know. It's Tiff. Can't remember. I don't know if I like that. Tiff's just a graphic <laughs> format I hate. You know, <laughs> it really is. Oh, great! I want my file to be as large as possible. Yeah, can you give me a much space? Yeah. Give me an uncompressed Tiff, please. No, we live that, in that. <laughs> we live in twenty fifteen. For you and me, though, yeah. that comes from like, uh, uh, you know, when when the internet was just starting, we were working with uh, dial up. Yep. So it's like, oh, it's a Tiff. Great. Let me go ahead and download that for six hours. Yep. Oh, yeah. Good times were had by none. <laughs> uh, oh, Toronto. See. There it is. Toronto International Film Festival. That's Tiff. Oh, okay. Toronto. Okay. Thank you. Uh, thank you, many, many chat room people. Yeah, I want to say Venice did something big for that movie, too. Venice Film Festival. Hmm. I could be wrong. Mm -hmm. Viff. How about this? Yeah, Viff. <laughs> <laughs> Do not give me it in a Viff format. That's no good. <laughs> um, all right. Let's talk about a uh, Spider-Man. I like Spider-Man. So do you. We're fans. I love Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. He's pretty great. Peter Parker's cool. But uh, here's what happened. A teen dressed up as Spider-Man 
reportedly lured a pedophile and then beat the crap out of him. Uh, oh, no. Really? Like a uh, to catch a predator kind of thing? Kind of, yeah. That's well, what it sounds like. What did you think was going to happen here? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, man. Is that a thing that I can... Is I don't think on? it's still on anymore. Okay, that's a gone. I was just curious. So, yeah. That was quite the phenomenon. The predators, the predators have gotten wise to it now. It's like, oh yeah, this uh, uh, Tiffany is inviting me over for uh, iced tea. I think this is a setup. Yeah, <laughs> something's funky. And the guy, who's the Chris guy? Harrison? You have to tell me if you're Chris Harrison. Yeah, was it Chris Harrison? Is that the name? Wasn't Chris Harrison the guy? Chris Anderson? Chris Harrison? Chris? Whatever it was. But I kept having the, Hanson. Oh, Hanson. We're close. Hanson. Right. Chris Harrison is the bachelor guy. <laughs> that's that's pretty close though, isn't it? Yeah, it like is pretty uh, close. It's very close. <laughs> what did you think was gonna happen here? You think, here uh... <laughs> here's the thing though. I I always felt like the whole thing would fall apart because they were gonna find out that the host had some weird thing in his past. Like that's oh, what I thought. Oh jeez. I kept thinking, man, are you sure you want to be hosting this? And I don't ah. know, I don't know your I don't know your history, but man, what if it came out, you know, uh, maybe it did. Did something happen? <gasps> something happened to catch a predator host chris hansen arrested <laughs> that's what it was that's not real is it real is this did this really, january 17th it was a while ago 2019 earlier this year oh, was this year is there is there an article that's not a youtube video is this real or did somebody just uh oh there it is yeah arrested monday after he wrote bad checks to a vendor he owed money to so it wasn't he didn't get arrested for doing the thing that he um the thing that he was kind of trying to catch people on, but he wrote $13,000 of, of bad checks. Oh my gosh. There it is. Draws out history of financial <laughs> $13,000 worth of promotional items like hats, shirts, and mugs from a local company. <laughs> oh man. Oh, Chris. That's a bummer. To catch a b check bouncer is the new show. We're <laughs> That's right. But this always happens. I'm just, I'm just saying. I mean, I think that show yeah. maybe was good for 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 what it was trying to do. Although I think a lot of people sure. watched it just because it was like rubbernecking, you know, watching a car crash. Uh, mm -hmm. But you know, if it stops some predators, great and all that. But you just always, every time somebody complains way too much about somebody else, even if it's in this capacity, I just go, oh. I hope you don't have something going on there, buddy. Just some kind of weird little thing. Yeah. It turns out it's just checks. So it's a yeah. You certainly don't to want bounce that a creditor. <laughs> to bounce a creditor. That's great. Oh, oh. that's going to hold up in uh, voting. I am sci-fi. Nice job. I so yep. Nice job. All right. Well, enough of him. Yeah. Oh, anyway. So this kid, he dresses up. It's in Brazil. Uh, he lured and beat up a suspected pedophile while dressed as uh, spat. Can't read. As Marvel Comics <laughs> Spider-Man. I almost called him Spatman for some reason. Spatman. Spatman. He never spits, but he has already spat. Says uh, Brazil's A Tribuna reports police arrested a 15-year-old boy who had been pretending to be a 14-year-old girl on Tinder after meeting the man up whose age was not disclosed. Uh, did it in, at night in a park. The, pre, uh, the suspected pedophile was taken into the hospital later and police gave a statement. According to Twitter's Oceania, whatever that means, who translated the article, our friendly neighborhood Spider-Man over here packed uh, two pocket knives and two retractable tonfas. Do you know what a tonfa is? Tonfa. Re retractable tonfa. That's like a stick, like a long baton, isn't it? Or uh, am I thinking of something Oh, else? the ones where they go shlink and it comes out in a long yeah, thing and has yeah, a ball on exactly, the end. Exactly, isn't little, that? Little, uh, oh, no, no. Those are the ones that they look like... Um, so they're the sticks that have the bar. Like It's like a police baton. With the side handle. Okay. You know, like the, uh, um, 
like the the wooden batons that police have, but they have a side handle so you can go shoom-punk and, you know. Interesting. Whack them. All right. I'm going to, yeah. oops. I want to, I want to, oh my gosh. I yeah, once you look at the photo of a tonfa, you'll be like, oh yeah, that's a tonfa. I want to see one. I've never heard that name. Tonfa. No, I always thought those were batons. Oh, but, you're totally right. And you have two of them? It's, you do the yep. whole uh, the Karate Man two, two for deal unit. Exactly. The lost, <laughs> the lost uh, Ninja Turtle. Right, right. <laughs> Antonio or whatever. Antonio would be, uh, uh, let's see. Who would be the, the last artist that they use? Warhol. Warhol, Warhol carried uh, Warhol. Tonfa's. Warhol. <laughs> I love it. Lichtenstein. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Warhol, the so lost. Looking at the photo, I had to do a little searching around for a photo of the um, uh, the Spider Man uh, dude, Spider Man yeah. kid. Yeah, I was gonna say, dude, this is this guy's a hero. Well done on this dude. But to find out that he's kind of got a Scarlet Spider red hoodie thing going on, I'm a little bit disappointed. Yeah, it's now little... it's like, oh, yeah, could do better. You had me until had me until the red hoodie. Yeah, do better. If you've got the the long sleeve blue shirt underneath the sleeveless red hoodie with a, with a Spider-Man spray paint on the front. Then I'm afraid we can't be friends. We no can't, yeah. You're going to have to cut off your relationship right now. <laughs> uh, final story for today. I'll save these others for tomorrow. We got a, uh, we got a toilet stolen. Set off the alarms, everybody. Oh, a Blenheim yeah. palace burglary happened and someone stole a golden toilet. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I have to play something when I say golden toilet. Just a second. Boot edge edge. All right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, golden toilet. It was uh, 18 karat gold and was stolen in a burglary overnight at the Blenheim Palace, which is where? In the UK? I think so. Oxfordshire. There yes, you go. in Oxfordshire. Uh, let's see. It was artwork, not really a toilet to be used. It was just a gold toilet to be sort of an Oops. art piece. But uh, yeah. Sorry. I thought it was... I thought it was a real one. It <laughs> <laughs> uh, needs to be a much bigger sign that says artwork, not... Do not use this toilet. Do not use this toilet. Um, it says uh, the guy, they already arrested the guy. He was 66 years old or is still 66 years old. Then he stole the golden toilet. I'm trying to find what it was worth. Does it say how much that uh, toilet? Because 18 karat gold toilet is no, that doesn't, that can't be cheap. Yeah. Um, it's got to be, well, number one, it's got to be massively heavy too if it's a solid gold toilet. Oh, I made that thing. I was teasing about the Trump thing. It actually says here, this particular golden toilet was famously offered to the U.S. president in 2017. I had no idea. That's news. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. I had no idea. Uh, it doesn't say what it was worth. That's too bad. I'd like oh, to know what a toilet this like. This is a satirical, it's kind of the solid gold toilet is called America. Great. And it's a an example of satirical participatory art. Nice. It's a fully functioning toilet made out of 18, uh, 18 karat solid gold. Look at that thing, chat room. Can you see it? That's America. Yeah, look at that right there. There's America for you. That's where America's ass uh, goes. One point, one point twenty-five million. Jeez. Million. Yeah, yeah. Really? The fact that it's called America, it's like, <laughs> okay, UK, you got us. Yeah, well done. You got us. Also, what a waste. That's a lot of money. No, it's art. Art's yeah. never a waste, Scott. Yeah. I think this gold toilet might be a waste. I'm just going to put it out there. <laughs> but it's functional. It's functional waste. You're right. Yes. And it will help. I'm going to go eat a big old Chipotle burrito and <laughs> foul up a solid gold toilet. Send that down the old How gold do you, pipe. 
But how do you get something like that out? Because, again, it's got to be massively heavy. Yeah, yeah, and that's the other part they don't go into too much. They don't know quite how the 66-year-old guy managed it, but he got out of there with it. Like, he got it. So, I don't know. Oh, some kind of... You know what you got to do? You've basically got to do the saw thing where you cut the hole in the uh, the floor so that it keeps dropping, and then you, uh, you carry it out on, like, a, a cart through the sewers. Oh, yeah. He watches cartoons, this guy. Right, 103 up. kilograms. Is that a lot? <laughs> See, uh, I don't, that's the part of metric I don't know a lot about. I know, I don't understand it either. The weight, I'm not into the weight. Measurements, I'm good. Weights, not so much. I'll have to figure that out. Oh yeah, the Italian job I'm asking, that. I'm asking my phone. 227 pounds. That's actually not, I mean, it's, you know, you're it's not, not going to be. Bad. We're, you and I are not going to be hoisting that up and walking <laughs> out with it, but uh, uh you get about five people. Yeah. <laughs> I'll grab a sign. Yeah. I don't. I still don't know how you get it out of there. That yeah. seems crazy. And and security and everything else, like how you walk out, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, by the way, real note, quick note here before we take a break. I'm going to put this up on the camera here. Got these samples in. On one side, we have the morning stream. And the oh, morning stream. And uh, uh-huh. little our little logo. And on the other side of these collectibles, we have art. That one says <gasps> space friend. That's original art for me. This one here has a picture of um, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, uh, Hodor, and uh, Bran on hmm. his shoulder, sitting on a giant G for Game of Thrones, and it says Hodor and Bran down below. And if you are a member of our Patreon and you're at the appropriate level, you get this version of it plus a large print version of this every single Ooh, month. Yeah, that every cool. month. So it keeps me nice and busy, but I'm happy to do it because you guys get cool stuff. So these are collectible. There's uh, uh, they, there's one, like I said, new and original every month. And it's all part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash TMS. Go check it out and see what else is on offer that you might like. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to make some things with Bill, talk to Jury, and more. But first, a song. Right. All right. Well, this is fun. This is uh, Here's a band that gets inspiration through uh, Led Zeppelin, Super Nintendo, and Wasted Days. They are from South Sydney, five-piece band. They bring uh, contemporary psychedelic into focus for the working class. Pub Rock and Palace City is their tagline. The band is called Sketchy Fancy, which already you got to love a band called Sketchy Fancy. Uh, they have a brand new album that just came out last Friday. It's called Good, Bad, Happy, Sad. Um, boy, sketchy, fancy, good, bad, happy, sad. It feels like I'm, I'm playing taboo or something. Um, this is uh, from the brand new album from Sketchy Fancy. It's called Endless Summer. In my disease, in the endless summer, go follow my lead. Night howls and I whisper in the streets. I'll never leave your side, your secret's safe with me. So where do you want to go? Where do you want to? The sun comes out in the endless summer. Days are long and the nights are longer. Sink or swim in the sun.
Hey guys, let's talk about Pitney Bowes. Shipping and mailing from your desk has never been simpler than it is right now with SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. With SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes, it's just a click, send, and save for as low as $4.99 a month. That's $4.99 a month. It's crazy. Send envelopes, flats, and packages right from your desk, and you are back to business in no time. And for being a listener of TMS, that's the morning stream, you'll receive a free 30-day trial that you can get started with right away. And... To help you get started even further, a free 10-pound scale to ensure that you never overpay. Save time and money on mailing and shipping with SimPro Online. Again, starting at just $4.99 a month. Qualify for special USPS rates for letters and priority mail shipping. Calculate exact postage online and print from your PC or Mac. Go to pb.com slash TMS to access the special offer for a free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. That's pb.com slash TMS. Experience shipping made simple with a free trial of SimPro Online from Pitney Bowes. Stop asking how I wipe myself and how I put tampons in. That is highly personal and I will never tell you how I wipe and put tampons in. Stop asking me personal questions, please. What's that you found? A hat. <laughs> F*** off, hairball. This is the morning stream. Uh, that cracked me up. Chat room seems yeah. a little offended by it, but it wasn't me who said it. I just found some. My guess girl. is that uh, she's got some sort of uh, physical handicap that makes that a valid question. Like, we're not a valid. Like, you still wouldn't ask a person. Yeah, still should probably keep that. it to yourself. Exactly, but I'm guessing, you know. Yeah, she was a sport about it, and it made me laugh. So that's why it's a clip. Hey, uh, welcome back to the show. We're uh, back, and it means we got to get Bill all up in it because uh, that's what yeah. we do. Got to show Bill uh, the latest thing I've printed from my 3D resin printer. Ooh. Don't know how well this will show up on camera because it's something other than the tiny. helmet thing you did before. Yeah, so I, I showed you the Star Wars helmet. Did yeah. I ever show you this guy, the zombie hunter dude? I don't know. If you did or not, let's see. Oh, oh look, look at that. See. Oh yeah, no, no. I think I did see something, but I think I saw it. Yeah. I don't know how I saw it. I don't remember now. Yeah, I might be. I sent you a photograph. Well, here's this. But Bill just isn't thinking about danger. Welcome to the program, everybody's favorite Tuesday maker. It's Bill Duran, everybody. Hi, Bill. Good morning, friends. Good morning. Got How my you? green milk. Uh, you really, uh, you've really <laughs> subscribed to that green milk. You're, mm-hmm. like, uh, you're, you're in. Yeah. You're all in. So yeah, like well, I got one of those creatures in, in my backyard. <laughs> I, I milk them every morning. Yeah. Get out there. Well, if you don't, they get they get all hard and painful. The the, yeah. the the aliens teats i mean <laughs> so you got to be careful there uh give that thing some relief hey uh, bill it's good to see you have you and hear you are you uh are you, do you come with us with some awesome thing you're working on this week what's going on i have some fun stuff to chat about so i make a lot of things like physical things in the real world mm. it's right there um, on your business card yeah sure is mm-hmm. the uh but there are a ton of digital skills that i use in the making of things I thought I'd talk a little bit about some of those hmm. digital skills. Uh, also, before I get started here, um, it's a good idea to Google free alternatives to Adobe programs 
Because there are a lot of Adobe programs that yeah. creative people use, and there are free alternatives for all of them. Now, I pay for the whole Adobe thing for my business, so I use all of those. But yeah. there are free options out there. Yeah, or, or sometimes there's options that are just less expensive and buy once and not subscription-based. Like, there's a lot of sort yeah. of stuff yeah. in between. Always a good a idea. I'm, li I'm like you. I subscribe for business, and I still think it's, you know, the best suite you can get your hands on of all of these tools. That being said, if you're somebody who's just like, I just need to edit some photographs or I just need something to touch yeah. up this or that, or if even artists, it's like, I just need something I can draw on and it's all I need and I don't want to pay monthly for it. There's a lot of alternatives out there. Mm -hmm. In fact, I don't even use Illustrator because I find it, un it to be an unwieldy beast. Yeah. Uh, I still use Inkscape, which is free. Interesting. Uh, I, I use, anyway, uh, I've been using Procreate way more than Photoshop for art. So, oh boy, I, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so photography, just generally as a skill, it's never been easier to get into photography. Um, it can be so useful for so many other creative endeavors. So I use my photography to show off my uh, finished props. My um, uh, uh, I use Photoshop. Uh, after the photography, you learn Photoshop and Lightroom. Uh, and I use that to create graphics for my props that I print out. Like we did the uh, the Fat Man Nuke Launcher. There was like a, a gauge on it. That was a, a graphic we had to do. Mm -hmm. um, so photography, Photoshop, and Lightroom are all super useful for pretty much any creative skill that you're working on. Right. That's true. Uh, how do you feel about GIMP? Have you used GIMP lately? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't like that as much as Photoshop. Yeah, uh, it's a little weird. It is a little um, weird. It's better than it's ever been. I was just saying this to the chat mm -hmm. room. But here's the thing with GIMP. When GIMP started, it's this open source project, which is cool. It's free, which is cool. And like technically, you know, sort of prowess wise, it has kind of everything you would need in terms of output and formats and the ability to convert and do all the things you need to do on a professional level. The problem is they were so anti Photoshop as like, look at us, we're the alternative over here. Right. That they right. went all punk rock with it, and it worked against them for a long time because interface-wise, keyboard shortcuts, like they decided to go everything different. Does Photoshop do it this way? Oh, well, we're going to do it a different way, not for any other reason except we don't want to be like Photoshop. So they worked really hard to do that, and I think that was a problem um, because a lot of yeah. people want to go from Photoshop and their workflows that they already know to something that will help them pick right up, maybe turn some twists and similar, tricks, but yeah. similar conversion. And a lot of software does do that. I can name five pay once alternatives that do a really good job of helping you feel like you didn't, you're not having to learn a new language to go use a new, you know, mm -hmm. a new photo editor. But for whatever reason, GIMP just really, you know, put their feet <laughs> in the dirt and went, no, we're going to be different. But now it's gotten a little better. They've worked around it. There's some open source like, stuff that you can plug into it that basically makes it Photoshop. So if you if you want to go down that road, just know that it's a little more, not hackery, but it's a little more like, I don't know. The the the, 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 ro the road of uh, open source can be littered with weird bodies, is all I'm saying. <laughs> weird, unfamiliar bodies. Yeah. Is there yeah. still Photoshop elements that you can get that's not subscription-based that you pay once for and it's a lot cheaper than... I don't think that exists anymore. Creative Cloud? No, sure. but I think Photoshop 2 or 3 is free. I think there's an early version you can get. Uh, don't quote me on that, but I seem to remember hearing mm -hmm. an older version was free. Let me check okay. real quick on yeah. Elements. Um, 
Oh, the elements next, still uh, exist, uh, Brian. You're, you're, it may actually work. Oh, Hold really? On. Let me okay. see what the let me see what our, our price is here. Just hang on one second. It looks like you can buy Photoshop Elements 2019 for ninety nine ninety nine. There you go. So, and that's a pay once and you've got it forever kind of thing. It is. Uh, they're way, way um, feature less than Photoshop, but it's in a pinch that'll get you there. Yeah. But it's, it's something like, you know, 90% of the things that you'd want to do, you can do in Photoshop elements. You just can't do like automatically fill the background when I delete the the dude standing in the foreground. And I think it's probably for photo people, it's probably just fine. If you're trying, yeah. if you're an illustrator and you you need the features Photoshop oh, has for right, you, you're probably right. screwed here. I mean, I I never yeah, got, I could never get Elements to work for me, so I would probably mm. recommend not doing that. But if CS2 being free, that's kind of interesting. Hmm. Yeah. I have to go look and see what Do features. You have to be a student or something to get that deal, or I don't know. Is it just out there, huh. Bill? It's probably just out there, right? You probably just get it. Yeah, I think so. Well, I again, I already pay for it, so I don't. I don't. I didn't yeah. go ever check. Yeah, I don't either. I've actually kind of bought all in on the Adobe thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's it totally pays for itself. I use Audition constantly for all the podcasting and editing I do. I use Photoshop. I use uh, Illustrator when I need to. Um, I use some of the weirder stuff they've got now. They got some like modeling stuff that's super weird. Um, oh, uh, dimensions and yeah. Oh, I haven't even checked that out. Yeah, Jeez. that stuff's cool. You should go look at those. There's some neat stuff in there. It's more- yeah, the well, dimension stuff is more for like creating product mock-ups. So you can say, oh, here's what your logo will look like on a coffee cup. And here's what your logo will look like on a gift bag. Kind of, yeah. like, But you can make them so ultra-realistic that like in, yeah, uh, yeah. see, Vegas TMS 2018, I did that for our swag stuff because we didn't have pictures of it. Oh, yeah. And everyone thought right. it was just the pictures of it. It was so a realistic. photo of it, looking. yeah. So it's really, they have some neat little stuff. If you're into web design, Dreamweaver's still pretty great if you're into... Oh gosh, uh, you know animation that sort of thing. Of course, animates in there. Like, if you're really using the suite, it's a steal. If you're using one app, get the lower priced tier or do one of these alternatives. Bill's talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, one other one. I want to give someone in the chat said it. Matuba and I would like to second this. Affinity Designer and Photo. So Affinity Photo and Affinity Designer. Those mm-hmm. are basically basically Photoshop and Illustrator uh, alternatives. They're buy once and have. They have amazing tablet versions as well as desktop versions. Uh, you can bring in PSD Photoshop files, export as Photoshop files, so you can still kind of keep the ecosystem there if you need it. And those are really good. Like my top pick for like buy once and keep uh, alternatives are those Affinity software things. Those are really, really good. Cool. So there's that. Awesome. Uh, Bill, anything else this week you'd like to mention? Uh, yeah, just rattle off a couple more skills that are worth diving into. So I mentioned Illustrator and Inkscape. I use vector uh, paths or vector drawings to make my blueprints, but I also use them for making paths for my vinyl cutter and my laser cutter. Um, so oh, knowing sure. a little bit about how vector drawings are made can be super useful. Yep. And the, uh, the, where, the advantage Where to put those splines. <laughs> oh, right. yeah. Don't forget the big advantage is if you're using vector, you have a scalable you have scalable imagery it's basically math and it just scales mm-hmm. up and down infinitely without any loss of quality or clarity and that as opposed to say a raster image which you would normally do in photoshop and generally photos are that way they're you know made of a bunch of pixels reducing them is no problem enlarging them is and they can look kind of garbagey so mm-hmm. you want to use you want to use what's appropriate for the thing you're doing 
And in this case, yeah. what you're talking about is definitely vector. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, of course, 3D modeling is super, super handy. Uh, I use mine to 3D model things to 3D print, but there's a whole bunch of other great applications for 3D modeling. Uh, and also coding. This is the one I need a lot of work on. Uh, Arduino can be so handy for like making props move and having lights and sounds and everything and uh, learning some sort of coding language, I think will help me with that, but also lots of other things in the future. I think I think at some point everyone's going to have to learn some kind of code. Yeah. Yep. Even basic stuff. Code. Know your code, man. Mm -hmm. I agree. That's good advice. Go learn some code. Yeah. What do you recommend? Yeah. What do you recommend people start with if they were going to do it now? What do they need to learn? Um, I, I'm only learning Arduino because I bought a bunch of Arduino boards and now I need to figure out how to make them work. <laughs> so that seems like a pretty good place to start. And there's a lot of good resources online for that too. Like yeah, if yeah. you're saying, all right, uh, want an Arduino for a set of relay lights or you mm -hmm. know Twinkle or whatever, and you can find that code, can customize it for what you need. Yeah, that's cool. Cool, man. Uh, what do you? What's your go-to program right now for 3D design? By the way, are you using uh, uh, Fusion. Fusion? Yeah. yeah, Fusion 360. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Cool. I love it. That's what I use. Well, there you go. Uh, any other tips? Uh, no, but I have a recommendation. Give me a recommendation. Woo! This is a channel I recently started watching called The Lockpicking Lawyer. Mm. He just picks locks, and he's cool. <laughs> uh, but he worked with a company, and they made a skateboard out of locks. Huh. And it's weird, and it's not really a skateboard you can ride but it kind of is and in another video they tried to ride it i just thought it was really neat so is he really a lawyer i mean his name is the lockpick seems lawyer. like, seems like <laughs> legally guess. legally you couldn't say that you were a lawyer <laughs> a i don't know couldn't lawyer. i could i go on youtube and claim a thing i don't know you can claim all sorts of things on on youtube yeah I'm gonna, yeah. Brian, we're the, what are we? We're the um, doctor, we're doctors, medical doctors. Let's sure. just start saying uh, that. Sure. Yeah. It's <laughs> a little harder to claim. Yeah. I mean, who's going to act? I'm not who's an gonna... actor, but I play one on TV. <laughs> uh, well, cool. There's some people in the chat have already seen this. Uh, yeah, and, it's really neat. Recommend it. This is interesting. Looking at this, uh, the process of building the skateboard, it, it looks like, I mean, the biggest problem are going to be those wheels. As cool as they are, the fact that they're locks is brilliant. But yeah. they're not going to get any sort of grip on the ground. I'm guessing no. that that's no. the problem that he ran into when he tried nice. uh, riding this thing. Mm -hmm. uh, well, there you go. May, may his law firm ever grow and may his YouTube audience do the same. Uh, build, right. build around, everybody. PunishedProps.com. Bill, thanks for hanging out with us, man. We'll see you later. See ya. Bye. See ya. I think Bill's tired. Do you think Bill's tired? He sounded a little tired. I think that green milk needs a little more caffeine. Yeah be huh. wrong just an impression seemed a little sleepy all right yeah. justin r young then that's the deal sure he's awake he'll wake everybody up yeah that's what he do i don't know if he even knows i accidentally played his intro for tom the other day for tom last week yeah that was yeah. pretty funny here's this these oh, are their I'm stories hey everybody check it out it's justin robert young all the way from o-town oakland california hello and welcome how are you Oh, hi, friends. How are you? Oh, you're very good. quiet today. I have you, Max, but you're very quiet. Can you... All right. How about now? Uh, a little more. Now little you're more, good? A little bit oh. more. A little bit more. More? Yeah, a little more. More? Uh, say some words. 
I mean, I'm like way maxed out on my board. Oh, you're good right there. It's perfect. Yep, you're not peeking or anything. You sound good. Uh, no hey, peeking. No peeking. Uh, hey, it's good to have you here. I, yeah, this thing happened last week where Tom came on, and for some reason, uh, I was so tied up with <laughs> producing the show that it didn't even occur to me as it was playing. But I played your intro for him, and no one, everyone else noticed but me. Just played it. Right. It's no big deal. <laughs> went doo 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 doo. Oh, I'm terrible with names. The whole thing played, and yeah. then Tom's like, yeah. "Why are you playing Justin's thing?" I'm like, "What? I did? Oh shit." Mm. Yeah. I don't know I what mean, that was uh, about. You know, you've been doing it for a while, so uh, uh, that that's just uh, you know par for the course. Right? I guess so. It just happens. Sounds about it just right. Happens. So just happens. Uh, Justin comes on Tuesdays. We talk about all kinds of stuff, but usually something with a political bent. And today is going to be one of those days. Uh, and the reason yeah, is, yeah, are you familiar with the ballad of Corn Pop? No, I'm okay. So I know enough about this to know that it's something about Joe Biden rambling I like, somewhere. I like the cereal. Yeah, the cereal's cool. <laughs> But Joe Biden was rambling at something and then talked about somebody named Corn Pop, which was like some gang leader name. And I don't know anything else about it. So so here's what happened. OK, this is a clip that surfaced over the weekend. It's from two years ago uh, where he was speaking at a public pool in Delaware, where apparently as a teenager, he was a lifeguard. OK. And he told a story in a way that, you know. Joe Biden has kind of always told stories like this. He's always just kind of like gone off and rambled. But now as he gets older, it it takes on its own kind of flavor of like, I don't know where this is going or why you're telling me this. But he tells a story about how he used to have or he uh, there, there was a guy named Corn Pop who was okay. a gang leader that would come to the, the pool. This was a, a predominantly African-American pool that he was the lifeguard at. And Corn Pop had his hair pomaded, so he wore a bathing cap uh, when he was going to dive into the pool. But the, the 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 diving board apparently was too close to the side of the pool, and people weren't allowed to 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 dive off the diving board. Now, if you're saying in your car or or on your phone listening to this right now, oh my god, this is really rambly. What the hell is even going on? Imagine Joe Biden delivering the story. <laughs> uh, so he uh, uh, tells Corn Pop, hey, Esther, get off the diving board, which is a reference to Esther Williams, who is uh, uh, one of the stars of those like, you know, those old movie like uh, swim, the, the like Berksy, diving and swimming right, the videos, uh, Billy Berksy or Billy. I think they're Billy Berksy movies. Exactly. Whatever. You know, yeah. the ones where yeah. all the ladies swim and they're wearing lipstick and they're smiling and there's they're like, all looking you know, up at the camera and like a circular formation. Exactly. There's orchestral all... music playing. Yeah. Esther Williams, apparently one of the stars of those movies and referenced Bubsy without Berkeley. flinching Berkeley, in, this, it, yeah. uh, in this story. Yeah. So Corn Pop gets upset and says, I'm going to meet you outside. And so him and his gang go by Joe Biden's car. Joe Biden apparently... Thanks to a friendly maintenance man, walks out with a, a length of chain that he's going to threaten to hit Corn Pop with, uh, because Corn Pop has a straight razor that he was looking to slash Joe Biden with. Uh -huh. uh, uh, he says, "Hey, look, I don't regret kicking you out because you weren't supposed to be on the diving board, but I, uh, I apologize for calling you Esther Williams." At which point, Corn Pop let let him be. Really. <laughs> This is the yeah. story. Now, this, you say this is a couple of years ago. Why is it coming up again? What 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 brought brought it up again? Just people finding old video and going, "Ha, I remember so this." So, here's the 
here's the funny part about it is that initially I think it got traction because people believe Joe Biden, uh, along with telling rambly stories, oftentimes tends to kind of uh, stretch the truth a little bit. Maybe mm. maybe gets a little bit outside of the facts. Sometimes it's harmless, sometimes not so much. And so I think initially people were like, oh, my God, this is a very obvious lie. There's no way that some dude named Corn Pop was going to slash him with a razor blade. And, and he, you know, bravely ran him off with a length of chain. Yeah. Now, what wound up becoming hilarious about it is that all the other stuff that he has done, which has had uh, very little kind of uh, like pushback, it's like, he had this thing a couple weeks ago where he said that he had pinned a, 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 a some medal of commendation on a, a member of our armed forces, but all the details really didn't make sense and it didn't seem like something that would have happened. And there's really not been a lot of like proof that what he said was correct. As far as corn pop goes, it was like 12 hours later and an avalanche of proof. That indeed, he was. Uh, 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 there was an eyewitness that witnessed the event. Uh, he definitely has employment records that he worked at that pool. Uh, they, they found the obituary for corn pop who died in 2016. Oh, and it's geez. like in the paper like that. He's like, you know, uh, Alfred corn pop Johnson or whatever. So the whole thing turned out to be. A real story. Absolutely, yeah. totally, 100% real. So okay. th wow. that was something that people initially were trying to clown him on, like, oh, this is exactly the, the, the way that somebody like Joe Biden would look at uh, 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 an African-American in that situation mm -hmm. if it indeed happened at all. And it turns out it's exactly the way he said. He just was like a super rambly guy telling a super rambly story. Which, wow. uh, if you go on my Twitter, I, I mashed it up with a uh, uh, grandpa Simpson uh, uh, <laughs> telling telling a story and I was shocked at how well it fit together oh no it goes <laughs> it goes perfectly so so that brings the larger question to bear here uh yeah the Biden is being accused of being too much of an old rambly grandpa to be a good president or if really that he's just too old to be running that I've heard, I've heard the same people in the same breath say Trump's too old to run again. Like age is a, is an issue, and they shouldn't. There should be a cutoff. Um, I've heard people argue, uh, but in his case, it does seem like if you're going to have let, let's say the Democrats, what they want is somebody to go in there and clean up the mess Trump made. Okay, let's just say that's the yeah. that's the thing. It seems like you're going to want somebody with some energy that isn't just wanting to tell you an old tale. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like somebody who's, who's going to go in there and go, oh, Spit right. Yarn. Yeah, yeah, let's go in here. Instead, he's like, I remember the time that Corn Pop threatened me with a knife. Like, <laughs> it does seem a little antithetical to their goals, yet there he is, the front runner, because of his name, prominence, last Well, let me, job. let me ask you this. In the abstract, because I do think that optics matter. Yeah. Like, people got on my butt because I was a... Uh, uh, you know, I made a big deal about the fact that during the debate last week, Bernie had a really hoarse voice. Yeah. And I'm like, look, whatever you think about that, like, he's old. The The less he seems old, the better chances he has to win the presidency. Mm -hmm. The more he seems old, the the worse it is. If if Buttigieg had a, had a harsh voice, or it would not be necessarily the worst thing on the planet, but it wouldn't reinforce anything. It would just... Right, because that's uh, already something like, that... Uh, 
that people have a uh, a worry about. Oh, is Joe or is uh, uh, Bernie too old to be president? And by the way, you will notice that if you follow Bernie Sanders on social media, there's a lot of clips of him shooting hoops. There's a lot of clips mm -hmm. of him being active and and running around and and showing mobility. This is like a part of the game. It's a part of the game for Bernie. It's a part of the game for Biden. It's a part of the game for Warren. It's a part of the game for Trump, for the record. And and that's something where, as uh, 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 rambly as he is, right? Like he kept up a more rigorous schedule than his opponent did in 2016 in in, in the general. And that matters when they were both old. One seeming a little less old than the other one matters a lot so in the abstract does this kind of stuff worry you about somebody like joe biden i mean he's not my first choice either i mean put put away the idea that um that i i would basically take a three-week-old turd with a toothpick stuck in it over what we have now um <laughs> that being said i mean i i think he's i just think it's too He'd just get carried the whole time. In office, I mean. He'd be in office and it would just be other parts of the administration. And maybe that's okay. I don't know. But it just seems like he's just not going to do anything. He's just sort of just going to sit there. And he looks like he's about to fall over. And I don't like to be ageist or whatever because there's going to come a day where I look like I'm going to fall over. And I would really like it if people didn't think I was going to fall over, that I had the energy to do what I wanted to do. So I'm trying not to be too you know, judgmental in that regard. I mean, there but, is a context to that, though, right? Yeah. Because if you looked so old that you were going to fall over, then the question would be like, uh, is he going to get that cartoon done? <laughs> or like, are, are we going to get another episode of the podcast? Like, right, not right, like, right. hey, yeah. is this going to be the most powerful person in the world? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it, yeah. that's a great point. Um, and I and I and I guess that's why I feel hesitant about it. But also the rest of the the rest of the crowd that are running for this nomination all seem to have a lot more energy than he does. Even the most sort of slow of them is just seems like they've got they've got more energy to do, to do the job. And if you can say one thing about Trump, whether it's because of the copious amounts of Adderall he likely takes every morning, I don't know. But when he's on his pills, he has got a lot of energy. And that matters. Like, it matters not just in the optics, but it matters in, you know, whether his base continues to support if he looked weak and slow and slurred his words constantly i think they maybe would start to feel differently about it but you know he's not quite there yet so i don't know i just feel like maybe somebody with some not only some energy but maybe some knowledge of more current generations than the one you came out of and that sort of thing would help like it feels like warren and harris are way more i don't know they feel like they got 500 times more energy than joe biden does and maybe part of this is just him's coasting going well, I've, you know, I'm pretty much sewn this up, so I don't really have to work that hard at these debates or whatever. Maybe that's just coming out because no, the older he, you get. No, he actually, he, the first 20 minutes, he had the best performance that he's had so far. Uh, uh, he even did a little, he pulled a little okey-doke and leaked to the press that he was definitely going to attack Elizabeth Warren and then definitely went after Joe Biden. Like, that was old-school like just a big leak that all of a sudden everybody bit on. And so you, if you're Elizabeth Warren, you got to prepare for it. And the next thing you know, he's uh, uh, telling Joe Biden that uh, uh, he has a lot more faith in 
uh, uh, corporate, uh, you know, CEOs than than Biden does when it comes to renegotiating health care for, for union people if Medicare for all becomes a reality. Right. Like that was his pre-planned line. He knew Bernie was uh, uh, Bernie's already moved some of his policy because of that criticism. Yeah. So he was there to hit on to hit Bernie, and he did. And I think it was fairly effective. I mean, we'll see where, where where the polls fall out on, but I think he was effective there. And then he faded, and he started talking about playing your, your record player for uh, uh, you know kids so they learn more and and uh, a bunch of kind of like really rambly melty stuff. Yeah, I mean, do you, do you? Given what we know about where we're at with the debates and everything and everything we've we've done, who do you think's in the? I mean, who has it changed? Who you think is going to get the nomination? Or, or, or my you, pick from the very beginning was Bernie. Yeah. Um. Uh. Right now, the clear front runner is Biden. Uh. And I think that the reason why is exactly what you said to begin everything. That I will vote for a turd uh, uh, against well, Trump. Sticking on it. Yeah, so. Then at that point, the question is electability. And yeah. right now, there is a majority of the Democratic Party, even in the primary, that are worried that both Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren are uh, are too far uh, from the, the, the mainstream of the party. And that Harris and Buttigieg and anybody else are not as electable as a national brand name as as Joe Biden. And so they're kind of betting on the fact that maybe his arm won't fall off and they won't have to like weekend at Biden's him uh, uh, all the way to the White House. But uh, that's uh, that, that's where I think that the, 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 the state of play is is right now. Yeah, I think you probably well, Warren has the best chance right now because Bernie has done, I think, a very a, a bad job of differentiating his campaign from Warren's campaign. And right now, uh, if if he does not differentiate himself from her, then it will just be, oh, do I want Bernie Sanders or a Bernie Sanders that would get elected? Yeah. Because that's kind of... doesn't have the baggage of 2016. Right. That's a good point. By the way, Buttigieg, we got to start saying his name right. Boot edge edge. Boot edge edge. Boot edge edge. You know, I, I I don't think that's right, man. Like I, I listened to like him and his, and 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 his husband say their last name, and it doesn't sound like boot edge edge. No, it they doesn't. Say Buddha like judge. Buddha judge. Yeah, it like judge. Yeah. Like Buddha. Like if Buddha had to go see the judge, Buddha judge, right? Not. Boot- I was thinking more with a T, like boot a judge, Buddha judge. Yeah, Buddha judge. But you say it so fast, doesn't matter if it's. I like to think that he's the booty judge. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all rise. I think he might be the booty booty judge. Anyway, uh, well, all right. This is interesting. If you, um, I mean, it's it's just a weird thing because, as some people know or like to ignore, I in the past have been somewhat of a Republican voter guy, and every time I have to go, well. I really kind of hate what's happening right now. I guess I may have to vote with whoever somebody else I like. The Democrats always just strike me as forgetting what this is, which should be a referendum against Trump. And people like you, smart political, uh, political, political voices out there would probably say to me, well, Scott, they still have to talk about the issues that matter to their base, just like Trump has to talk about the stuff he thinks matters to his base. And 
their base isn't just sitting around going, we'll take out Trump and then think, then, then we'll work on other stuff. I just wish they would do that. I wish they would just go, yeah, all this stuff's important and it's, in, it, they're, they're big issues and, and, and it's, you know, whether it's healthcare or whether it's abortion, whatever, it's a thousand other things. Those are, they're big, important issues, but maybe first pick the booger off the dashboard and throw it out the window before you, before you start talking about how you're going to repaint your car. You know what I mean? Like, just, yeah, but you can't, you can't now. I mean, like what they're going to go 10 debates where they all just say, Hey, I don't like Trump. Like, like that, that's not going to happen. They, 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 they are all running campaigns and right now they're running campaigns against each other. Yeah. And if you really want an electable candidate, then you need somebody that has some scalps that beat some people that, that, that edged out other really good candidates. I don't think I, I'm very much against the idea that a, a, a candidate is stronger if they're unattacked. I think that a battle tested candidate is is uh, way more likely to to win a general election because they understand their own weaknesses. They understand their strengths a lot more. And beyond that, I don't think that this can be a referendum on Trump for the Democrats. Like right now, they either need to say like there's going to be some form of progressivism comparative to the norm that will be the message, be it a single payer. Uh, a, a public option or Medicare for all or something like that. Uh, there will be some argument for that going into the general. And you have to focus on that because it can't just be about, Hey, is Trump bad? Cause if, if, if the question is, Hey, is Trump bad? Then you're exactly framing it the way that he wants it to be framed, which is no, I'm good. And so now where is your narrative? Like right. where is the win? Yeah. No, you make a good point. Totally agree with that. Uh, final question today, a little bit unrelated. If you had to count yeah. how many total faces that likely had Brett Kavanaugh's penis in cr- close proximity to, how many would that be? <laughs> that was a really weird one. So number one, like that comes out, and and it kind of felt like a a like a deleted scene. Like this was like like the like the the the, the DVD for the Kavanaugh uh, uh, confirmation came out, and this was like a deleted scene yeah. that uh, they, like because you get why it didn't make the the movie. Sure, you were like, okay, well, this one the lady doesn't even say that she remembers it, and it's like a third party person, and also the allegation word for word is that friends pushed Kavanaugh's penis into the hand of a female. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I know that many of you listening don't have penises, uh, <laughs> but I will say that if if the if the wording were that friends pushed Kavanaugh so mm-hmm. his penis went into somebody's hand, I could see that. That's that, a different thing. Yes, that's right. a different thing. To push a penis either yeah. requires a very substantial penis. <laughs> Certainly or requires very a very substantial hands. friend. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like I, I don't know. I I've I have never I mean that is that that was a that was a curious that was it's, a curious one. It's gotta You're, be a wording situation where they pushed Brett so that his penis went into the hands. I mean, look, the this is something that was that went to the FBI. The yeah. FBI. This landed on an FBI they desk, a, and that was the specific wording that came back. Was it's that not like they did have an opportunity to his penis yeah. into the hand of, of another woman? <laughs> now, to your question, Scott, I, with no evidence, believe 
wholeheartedly that dude liked pulling out his hog at parties. <laughs> like there is no doubt to me that like there and and folks, uh, I, I I know that maybe uh, this does not happen in the year of our Lord 2019. Maybe we need to look back and shame at, at other times that it happened. But I have been around people. There are just some dudes who like pulling out their ween at, at parties in, in high school and college and, and my early 20s. It was just the thing they did. They liked to do it. It was it was a funny party joke, and and everybody laughed. Now, obviously, that might have some sinister overtones as we as we look back in into that uh, period of time. But if that happened in my era, growing up in the late '90s, early aughts, right? Mm. Then almost assuredly, I, I I will I will report with no evidence that that dude liked to pull out his his. Uh, <laughs> peeing at parties <laughs> yeah i know it's a brett thing for me and i know that's unfair there are a lot of brett's out there they should not just, be just the name the yeah name is a, uh, i yeah. just don't trust brett's i never have every wait brett- are you telling me that you didn't know the guy the guy who pulls out his his peeing at parties oh i totally knew a guy like that but his name wasn't brett but i totally knew a guy yeah like that. yeah yeah and and uh, brian you knew a guy that liked to pull out his peanut parties totally right did. yeah yeah everybody did this is a I thing that I happened lived, like i live next no... door to him still right <laughs> <laughs> I, I you know what you've though had, you've had sushi with him <laughs> no I, <laughs> dave oh geez does dave listen i can't remember if he no listens. Okay. i don't think so yeah tina does tina keep tina, this to yourself she's laughing she's laughing at this right now. uh so <laughs> but here's the here's the thing but uh, and I know Justin's not obviously you're not saying this. Uh, well, okay, let me say it this way: the guys I knew who did that, I knew a guy named Eric and I knew a guy named Travis who did that a lot. Yeah, neither of them are serving on the highest court in the land, <laughs> and so I can see why some people would see this even historically and go, "Well, even though you know perhaps our standards have changed or we've gotten better at recognizing you know this kind of stuff as being what it is or whatever," like you. you I can see why people wouldn't be happy to know that he's on the Supreme Court. We have this idea in our heads because for all I know, everybody on the Supreme Court's constantly flipping their dong out and slapping each other in the face. I don't know when they were younger, yeah. when they were going to college, but we have it in our heads that these are the most grounded, um, thoughtful, uh, non, uh, non that, non frat, uh, fraternity style people that are, that you could possibly have making decisions like the ones they're making and if you're and if you're telling me or maybe not you but if somebody's telling me that that's all just been a lie no matter what and i just have believed it because that's what i was fed well then i guess maybe it's on me but it does seem like we don't want a dude who likes pulling his wings out of parties making giant decisions that affect people's lives right i mean that's fair for people to feel that way sure, sure. yeah i mean look uh, to me, the most credible allegation against uh, Brett Kavanaugh was Christine, Dr. Christine Blasey Ford, who spoke at uh, his confirmation hearing. Uh, and and even then, uh, there, you know, there, there were there were questions. Right. Uh, I think she had a very compelling testimony. But ultimately, the fact of the matter is, is that confirmation votes are on party lines, especially these days. And, you know, the the the, the Republicans had the the majority and the question was whether or not if brett kavanaugh was spiked then who's the next one right is it is it going to be amy coney barrett who is inarguably far more religious and probably more conservative than brett kavanaugh yeah uh you know there's there's a lot that kind of 
goes that I think went into that uh, situation in, up to and including all of the uh, uh, allegations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's interesting stuff. Well, we'll see how that goes. That kind of came out of nowhere, but it did definitely feel like a. Hey, remember this? Here's a deleted, like you said, deleted scene. That's how it feels. Yeah, it's yeah. really weird. <laughs> it's a very odd thing, and he's such, and everything that's been described about him is such '80s frat, like such '80s movie, like Porky's style telling. Oh, by of the, the way, story. we're gonna get so much more of this going forward. Before we die, we're gonna have a Supreme Court justice that has a sex tape. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great. Like I'm, I'm, I'm convinced. Like I mean, just, just because uh, Ju- Justice uh, Kardashian. Look, yeah. I'm ready. Well, no, I mean, like we're we're in. I mean, uh, uh, I'm on the record that she's going to run for president. But uh, uh, I, I I do believe that we are we are in a situation where number one, we just record what happens a lot more, and be it physically on media and video and pictures, or even like in in this case where, you know, literally, uh, you know, all these things that that uh, uh, Brett Kavanaugh did as a youth, and we can find them as distasteful to criminal as uh uh you know we we do but at the end of the day that's what we that 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 is 2019 and so uh it it is all there it can all be surfaced it will all it will all come out i'm i'm a firm believer that nobody will have any secrets by the time that we are uh, are passed on wow this is gonna be great it's gonna be a great new future i'm looking forward to it (laughs) i can't wait till we have a supreme court justice with a sex tape because in theory it could go anything it's like I had a porn career, but then I became a lawyer, and now I'm a Supreme Court judge. Like you could go anywhere. In your theory, if because because part of your theory isn't that just that we'll have that, but that standards will allow that. And you could argue we're already doing that. Like Trump credibly accused of all sorts of assault and rape. We have a reality show host as a president. Yeah, like we're doing things that 20 years ago you could have said, "Hey, I'll bet one day we have a reality TV show host as a president," and everybody would have laughed you off the stage. But nope, here we are. Mm -hmm. So you're probably not wrong. Probably right. I mean, look, uh, Sidon says it's not a new development to have people in political power with salacious histories. The difference is the lack of consequences. I don't know, man. I, I think that we have we have constantly made horrifying moral compromises and and uh, uh, political decisions based on how important people are that have done awful things. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I think that that uh, uh, that that river runs as deep as the Chappaquiddick. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Nice reference. That was good. Deep cut. Uh, Sorry, too soon. Deep. Don't use the word deep. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag Mary Jo Kopechny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw... Oh, geez. Nice recall, though, by the way. Jeez, look at us. We know our history, everybody. Um, All right. Well, this this has been fantastic, as always. Uh, uh, Jury, of course, doing all sorts of great stuff during the week and should probably tell us now what's happening this week. What should we be looking for over there? Um, Well, man, what have I got going this week? Follow me on Twitter. Yeah. I broke you by making you uh, fire somebody last night on ANTP. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. No. So so what's the deal? Wait a minute. Because uh, because last year we we did a like a, a bunch of weeks and then we started releasing them like five weeks in. Like what right. are we doing now? It's gonna be a lot shorter this time. So next Monday is going to be the the show where we issue the first challenge. Okay. So the one we recorded a week ago and then uh, two weeks. Uh, from now, we'll have the one we recorded last night. So Hammond's on about a two-week schedule on this one. Poor Hammond. I know. Well, <laughs> it helps, you know, your your recommendation about, like, everybody doing timestamps for important 
recordings or important uh, moments in the recordings they do that helps tremendously yeah i think yeah. he's just after Not doing a season of it he's just gotten a lot better too like that formula there's a formula to it now that he's figured out so. yeah so when does that first when does that first episode hit uh so the or episode that's on the feed right now is the one with me and tom talking about this upcoming season mm -hmm. uh this coming monday will be the episode we all recorded uh, last week where we met the contestants very briefly. I skipped over one. We didn't hear Jen, <laughs> but we've edited all that to make it sound good. And then uh, gave them their first challenge. And then a week from, uh, two weeks from, no, I'm sorry, a week from Monday. You get, we'll be current with what we did yesterday. Two weeks from Monday will be, will be what we recorded Okay, last yeah, night, that's yes. definitely faster than last, or last yep, season. Yeah, definitely faster. Well, I, I, it was fun to get back into it and feel that, mm -hmm. feel that uh, sort of emotional. And boy, you guys are, you guys are so fantastic. And Jenny Josephson is uh, such a great addition to the, to the cast. We miss Jeez. Nicole, obviously, but she, she's great. Man, she brings, she has a different perspective than Nicole. She has such a technical is, perspective and, yeah. and, uh, uh, she's amazing. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you what, uh, this, not to, to, to say nothing of last year's contestants, mm -hmm. uh, the, the first challenge we did uh, without spoilers, uh, it was great. I mean, yeah. like everybody was mm -hmm. like really, really, really brought it. So yeah. uh, I'm 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 excited. It was it was hard. Uh, it was hard to do the first judging. And, and I think it's going to be even harder going forward. Yeah, I think so, too. I think we're so getting to well. know these people, you know, over the week, week after week. And it's uh, uh, we start getting attached to these people. And yeah, so they're part of the family. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, this one's gonna be this yeah. one's gonna be hard, and and uh, if 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 the, the the quality of the first challenge is any indication, like it's gonna be even harder going forward. Yeah, for sure. It's pretty good stuff. All right, uh, Justin Robert Young, of course, uh, Justin R Young on Twitter. So follow him there. He's got stuff, shows, and things, and deals. So check them all out. I guess you probably have oh yeah. Night oh, attack. follow me on Twitch. After this, I'm gonna be streaming Twitch.tv/slash oh, yes. Justin. See, Young. there you go. There's something to catch right as soon as we end here. It's yeah. Justin Robert Young, everybody. Take it easy. Have fun. And we'll see you next time. See ya. See you, buddy. Bye. He hung up on me first. That bastard. He knows. He knows what to do. He does know what to do. He knows his dealio. All right, brioche. We are at the stage of this show <laughs> where... Uh, oh, I, I did... Um, so I've been informed by Jamie that there was a bonus mashup that we didn't play last week. I didn't realize oh. it, so he went and renamed the file. I'm going to tell you what he renamed it. This is pretty funny. It is now called Have Not Played! Okay. So, I don't know what it is, but here it is. Something about chip blankets. Here you go. We'll oh. The kid was the psycho the whole time. Sick tats. Get <laughs> the shit out of me. What's that? Why is there a shitter in there? What is it? Yeah, this game's not scary at all. Not scary at all, they said. Open the door. It's all wiggly. What is that? Oh, robot snake. Oh shit! Oh, you're useless oh, piece of shit! This game's so. Oh, oh, what is it? What is that? Oh no! X, don't give it to me! Shit! Shit! That appears to be some horse shit. Oh great! Oh, shit blankets, dude. Shit!
No, 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 no. <laughs> La la la. Uh, don't do that. No! Frick! <laughs> what the H? <laughs> F this game. Shit! Ew, eyeballs. Uh, what the frick is that? Oh shit. Not cool. Shut up. There's more of this to come. That much I can promise you. <laughs> my lord. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, that's a bad one. Apparently, so, yeah. Mm. Somebody needs to take this and and splice it together somehow with uh, with fail videos, like you know the fail videos of kids trying to do grinding on handrails and landing on their crotch, and just have the audio of you with the video of them, and see if we get some some good timing of. Ah! I'm in. I'm in on that. Who wants to do it? Someone who want to do it, or just animate me being an idiot or whatever. But these files are available yeah. for whatever hard work somebody wants to do that I don't have time for oh my god That's uh so there you go thank you jamie for that and you can always follow him on twitter at tms mashups he also has a patreon at uh, patreon.com slash tms mashups uh it's gonna do it for the show i believe we're done um we got stuff tomorrow though we got nicole tom all that stuff that we do yeah and uh that'll be fun and then uh in the meantime check us out at frogpants.com slash tms if you're looking to contact us or find our voicemail or our email or our uh, freaking reddit uh, page or any of that stuff that'd be great you also may notice some weird stuff on the on the um uh the 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 discord right now for the tms discord mm. nothing will change for tms people that discord is still there it's still there you're the one mm -hmm. i kept there but i've learned a lesson my idea uh, brian <laughs> you're gonna love this my idea of spreading it out to everybody gets their own discord was stupid and i've learned my lesson yeah. And you, you know what? I wouldn't say it was stupid. It was an experiment. and It wasn't and, stupid. Uh, it wasn't like blind stupidity. But I, in retrospect, I think it was not the best idea. So I've learned my lesson, and it's all coming back. So we're going to just make it the way Discord's supposed to be, which is TMS gets its own thing, and a million other things get their mm -hmm. own thing. But here we are in... Different clusters. Yeah, it's just a, a single channel to worry about. So, And what's really cool, and I, I don't know if people know to do, uh, that they can do this, but when you're in the, the Frog Pants Central discord channel that has all these in there if there is a show that you know it's like oh well i don't want to see this stuff you know come in in the feed or get notified when there's messages number one you can right click on a group and choose to mute the category yeah you can mute a whole channel in there you can mute a whole category. and you can you know you can drag the categories up and down so that if you're first and foremost the morning stream and then you like film sack and then you like boop you can drag those three to the top so that maybe stuff like uh, other things that you don't listen to go to the bottom yeah. and your, your focus can be on the top. Agreed. In it's, my, in my defense, the problem was I thought, and I think I was right about this. The, the, the old frog pants channel was a mess and it was full of people just creating channels mm -hmm. for no reason that were just dumb yes. channels. Like yes. here's where we get to be negative and shitty. And here's a room where we get to say secret right. sexy stuff to each other. It's like, no, how about we just, streamline that in my head it was like well we'll split it out and that'll make sense but i think bringing it all back but still having a better control over what channels get made we got it we got it yeah i think it's i, th I like this uh like this organization so and if cool. you haven't uh gone there go and get on it's it's linked on the site yeah. over at frogmas.com tms 
So you're saying that I can delete my link to the instance server, the boop server, the skim server, the boot, the core server. The <laughs> you, you can get rid of all of those now. Um, I'm going to oh, keep them up well, for a while because well, I guess MacBook Pro 17 is trying to see. I haven't heard back from him. But he's trying to see if any of the content could be migrated. So it's possible those channels oh, could get cool. their old stuff moved yeah. over. And if so, great. We'll keep it up until we can figure that out. But if not, I'll, I'll check those at some point. Um, I'm curious about what happens to, to you know, our special little secret uh, channel in in uh, FilmSack. Oh, Are we'll we... still have one. It'll just be in the new FilmSack sub oh, okay, subgroup. Cool. Yeah, it'll okay. be the same. I, that's... Oh, that would be a good one then to see if we can move over because there's a lot of people's movie recommendations that. Yes, and and if worst case is worst case, somebody can go and do us the hot favor of of you know cutting and pasting. Select a bunch all of that. copy paste. <laughs> yeah, that that would be cool if they did that. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think that's everything. We should get out of here with a song though. Do you have one prepared? Yes. Uh, Dustin Anderson wrote in and said, uh, requested song from whenever you can fit it in. Uh, this is uh, Metallica, a great song that uh, they cover. But he says, if, you know, the one that he requested, he says, there's a few others. If you'd like to play this one over that or that one over this, that's totally fine. He just wants to hear some Metallica cover, a Metallica cover on the show. Well, this one I can do. I've got, uh, I've got a license for this album. I got a few Metallica covers I can play. This one is a great one from the 2003 tribute to the Ramones uh, called We're a Happy Family. Here's Metallica covering the Ramones, 53rd and 3rd. All right, that's going to do it for us. Thank you all for being here. We'll see you tomorrow.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Let's go out to the edge of the cliff.